<clears throat> okay. Nobody's here, so um, I'm just going to start reading. See if anybody shows up, and if nobody does, we'll just stop. So, reading from the prayers of the seven sacred flames. Um, hmm. And just open the, the page. Hello, oh, beautiful friend. Hey, How are you? Hi, Sheila. Hi. Good. I was, I was here alone. I was just going to read that the, the uh, prayer. Until anybody shows up, is that okay? Yes. Okay. So, hmm. Flood the earth with violet fire. Hmm. In the name of the great I am, I call for the light of a thousand suns. From the great central sun, angels of violet fire, beloved Saint Germain, beloved Zed, Kiel and holy amethyst, Omoritas, and ruler of the violet planet. In the name of God, I am that I am. Saturate the earth and all of her evolution with limitless waves of violet fire. I call for the action of the violet transmuting flame and the action of the will of God to manifest on earth now and forever, an ever-increasing spiral of divine perfection. I call for all discord and activities on earth that are not reflecting the highest light and God's holy purposes to be miraculously swept and transformed by the power of the violet flame into divine love and harmony. For the restoration of earth and her people into their original blueprint of perfection that was originally intended. Violet flame, violet flame, oh violet flame, in the name of God, flood the earth, her people and all her kingdoms with oceans and oceans of violet fire until every particle of life is restored to divine perfection. May peace and love be spread throughout the earth. May the earth abide in the aura of perfect love. May the earth abide in an aura of peace, love, and freedom. I give thanks that it is done now according to God's holy will. So be it. Beloved, I am. Thank you. Oh, so pretty. Love it. Thank you. It's 901, so there's four of us now. Oh, Deb. Um, Ron said you wouldn't be here. I changed my mind. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, I, I'm just letting you guys know again that um, I'm not touching the recording anymore because I, I did it. I messed with it one week and I 
dump the whole call. So I'm, I just logged in through Jennifer. It shows I'm Jim Bradley's so up to change it. But um, so if anybody wants to pray in, um, open for that. I will. Great. Thank you. invite you to place your hands on your heart and come into that compassionate place. As we know, where two or more are gathered, there I am also. There I am is also. And for that, we are grateful. We are grateful for our I am presences coming together in community to uplift and bring healing to bring peace and understanding, to bring all that we are ready to hear, all that's for our highest good. We call upon the whole company of angels to be present, offering up all that's no longer for our highest good so that it can be transmuted and transformed into love, joy, beauty, healing, wholeness, health, the whole shebang. We surrender to the flow and share the benefits with everyone. Amen. 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 Hi there, Diane. Thank you. Hey, Diane. Can't see you, Diane, yet. Yeah, she's muted at this point. Maybe she's busy or something. Yeah. Nice prayer, Dad. So, yes. Beautiful. Thank you. You've been practicing several times. I'm really grateful for that. I think it really, you felt it really helps. Yeah. Some days I really notice more than others, or I feel more than others when I pray in our community. Other days it's different and I wish it was always <laughs> like a hundred percent connected but we're not there we're, we're practicing right yeah I can see you dying now but great well you're muted unmute yourself Diane <laughs> There we go. I just got my audio working, so I'm just able to hear you now. Good morning. Cool. So, um, any any highs or breakthroughs or challenges that you guys want to share, or learnings, or whatever? It's all one. I don't happen to always read Masterful Living 1 and 2 Facebook posts, but I clicked on one for some reason, and Jennifer was talking about how the last week has been full of <clears throat> density. <laughs> and, that you know, she's been noticing it in the world outside and within, I guess, I would without pulling it up and reading it word for word, that's how I remember it. And that was so um, confirming for me mm. 
because I felt that too. And I've had clients that are just like trying to slug through molasses on a cold winter day. And it's just been that way. So I'm so grateful we have the tools that we have to help us manage it because, you know, it's just easier. It's just easier. I was saying that same thing this week, Deb. I was just seeing in the praises of having these tools to work through. I had an answered prayer come through over the weekend that didn't show up in the form that <laughs> I was hoping for. And I kind of was just so grateful to have the tools to immediately reach out to start working through them. I'm so blessed. We're so blessed to have this training and this teaching that it's just an amazing feeling to have somewhere to go when you feel like you might be spiraling, right? Our new life going forward, we now know what to do and have the tools to do, right? You know, I I used to, not that I am, not now, right? But so grateful to Jennifer Hattie for helping us and everything. But now I realize what dawned on me a few months ago is that I, 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 I mean, I don't even know how she came into my life. I guess I did that. So I, I'm really more and more being grateful to me. You know, not that I'm grateful for everything, right? But to really, um, for my I am presence, right? For orchestrating this whole thing for my awakening. It's so beautiful. I'd uh, like to talk for a minute there. Sure. Um, I guess last week, you know, we made the decision in my household that my wife was going to uh, go live on her own and we would still stay married and we would live in different abodes. And she wanted, uh, I'm planning on living, moving into a facility that serves you breakfast and dinner rather than the evening time and does housekeeping for you, which is what's good in my situation at this point in life. And, um, but she needed a place to live. And this town in Eugene is apparently the second tightest housing market in the country. Hmm. There's just, and we wanted to find her a, a condominium to live in nothing out there and more importantly the condo had to be very close distance to where i'm going to be living which is in downtown eugene on broadway <laughs> in eugene it's a great part of town but anyways uh so there's nothing out there and i got the i was just sitting there at my desk and i was just you know you look on zelo that's the place you look and there's nothing absolutely no condos for selling the whole town. And it just hit me like a thunderbolt. It just came into my head. It just is like lightning. Look on Craigslist. And I looked on Craigslist and there was a condo. And it was in the building, very close to where I'm going to be moving. So it's a tall building, it's 13 stories tall. And not only that, it was for sale 
probably $10,000 less than what the mark going market rate is here. So it was kind of sweet. And uh, so she never looked at it and uh, we bought this condo for her. And, uh, and so there's this great, you know, I asked to be led this year by Holy Spirit and um, yeah, I'm being led, but this is one big bang <laughs> that came along that needed to happen, which is nice. And uh, so that was a big uh, affirmation that things do speak. Uh, not only do we, not only are we being guided in more subtle ways, but sometimes it, it hits you kind of hard. So I, I, so this is kind of happening. We're in the midst of uh, trying to make this happen. And now I'm sort of in that mode of thinking, well, I'm going to be living on my own here shortly. I've got to be thinking about how do I deal with um, a lot of the activities of daily living, like the cat in, in a relatively small apartment and I'll be living in and uh, getting groceries and things like that. And um, so now I'm in the mode of faith and trust that everything is going to work out. Somehow the pieces of the pie to make this all happen will come together. And um, yeah, so it, it's, it's a very interesting time here. Uh, I'm really stepping out on that year one that Jennifer talked about. And it is um, an interesting place to be. Uh, I'm, I'm not living it all. I'm living it totally uh, without fear on all this, but sometimes it's like, whoa, what, how's this going to happen? And I just let it go, and I'm still in that mode that things will work out the way they need to work out. Um, I think it drives my wife a little batty about that. She's not comfortable yet with the faith and trust that I have in things. Um, but uh, we're getting there, and uh, things are, are happening. So anyways, thank you for being in the group and uh, the support, even unspoken, un maybe unheard or unspoken. I know it's there. I feel it. And I I'm grateful for that. So thank you. Oh, Rand, thank you. Thank you for sharing that. I, oh, that just makes my spirit feel so much better today because you and I walked a similar path this week, my friend. Uh, big huge changes that possibly weren't the way we wanted them to be, maybe, but they are happening in the most wondrous and blessed ways. And to have someone else say that they're going through the same thing, oh, thank you for sharing that. And I know, Rand, I just know this is going to be so awesome for you. All those little bitty tiny details of the cat and groceries those things are being lined up for you right now and for myself and others as well and we know they are they are i know they are this is going to be awesome thank you for saying that today oh my bless i'm thrilled i'm just it's happy to have to share the things and obviously we're hitting on all cylinders for everybody <laughs> it's a year of change and for the and to say the partner doesn't quite get the trust and faith yet i had a conversation just on Sunday with my um, 
sweetheart. And I opened up and shared some things with him with how I felt I was being led and guided. And he's an engineer. So his thinking is like, you know, oh. So it was a very positive, positive opening and sharing. It was a piece of me that I don't share with people outside of this community at all. But I shared and opened up with him. And he doesn't get it, but he's very respectful of it. So walking in trust and faith is just stretching, stretching, stretching it right now. And I'm willing to do it. I'm willing to do it. We're going to do it together. Uh, Sheila, your, your husband may stretch a lot further than you ever imagined because I'm also an engineer and a scientist. Yeah. <laughs> he, he is very black and white. Um, brilliant because he has a very high IQ. He doesn't get into the woo-woo, you know, the kumbaya fest I shared with him this weekend. But he, <laughs> <laughs> I like but that he, one. Yes, but he's very respectful of these. This is the life that I've chosen and how I've chosen to live my life. Very supportive and very respectful, very loving. I guess I wasn't sure what was going to come out of that when I shared with him. Well, I'll tell you just real brief and then I'm going to get off. You know, I've been praying since August when my business had the flood that shut it down to lead me and guide me as to what my next path was. And it's been a, such a heaviness on me looking back now to figure out what to do with that building. I've been going there. They've been repairing. It's been going so slow. <laughs> and honestly, I had a heaviness just returning there. I just didn't want to. I didn't want to. And so... I had started praying the violet flame on my way back from my Bonaire trip and doing a lot of prayer work to send me somebody in the physical world to show me what to do with that area of my life so that I would know clearly what I was to do and would take the next steps to do. So the big bang that happened the very next day was I finally got in touch with the owner of the business of where I rent from for my daycare and she informed me that we were not going to be able to return, that she was selling the business to the person in suite one and that she had sent me a certified letter and I hadn't responded. And it was like three weeks ago. I was like, well, I haven't gotten a letter from you. And what about my phone number? Couldn't you have called me? Well, my phone crashed. Well, what about the emails that I've been sending you? Couldn't you have emailed me? Well, I didn't have them. Like my phone number is on a big sign on the front of your building. <laughs> you couldn't call so the short of it is she's not going to allow me back onto the property to get my fire equipment um you know my fire system all of these things and of course i've been paying the bills on this business since august like utility bills phone bills because of the fire system you have to have all these things in place her workers have been there using electricity like 500 dollars a month while they're working there and i've been paying all this and so she's not going to allow me back. So I went full circle from feeling like you stole from me, you betrayed me, you've led me all this time to believe I was coming back, I could have already found another business, to the full circle of going around going, thank you, God, for this person showing up in my life, like I asked, I asked you, send me a physical person to tell me what to do. <laughs> and they did, and he did. <laughs> But my partner immediately started looking for other buildings. Like he's on the list. He's finding all these buildings. And I'm like, hold up just a second. And he doesn't understand. Well, we've got to find you another building. We've got to get you going. I'm like, wait a minute. I need to pray about this. And here clearly, before I go spend thousands of dollars stepping into 
another building to move a business that I don't have my heart in. So that was why the Kumbaya Fest had to come with mm -hmm. the understanding of I now lead my life by praying and asking for guidance. I don't just step out and do it anymore. No more will I live that way. And so he had to just take a step back. <laughs> so yes, the partners are growing too, aren't they? They have to. <laughs> Marriage, in, in my opinion, is sort of like a judo match. And we talked about judo before, you know, you're holding on to each other. And if the other partner moves his feet and changes his stance, that means the other person in the judo hold has to change with you. So uh, that's what happens, I think, in marriages. You change not, your stance. <laughs> yes. I'm not married to him, but <laughs> maybe well, one day. He's <laughs> still your partner, right? Yes. There yes. you go. That's what's happening. Which was other lessons that came during my Bonaire trip, y'all. You know, I've been praying for this for so long to have him propose. We're going to get married. And one of the lessons came because we were getting insurance and things for our diving trips about realizing that we got family plans because we were cohabitators. So my mind started going, well, okay, well, we don't have to be married. We can be cohabitators. <laughs> And amazingly enough, I feel at peace that that all this time I've been saying, well, he doesn't love me because he won't marry me and all this, it's gone. <laughs> so that's great. You know what this reminds me of? It reminds me of a, a saying by Louise Hay that our spiritual growth comes in ways we don't often expect. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'd agree with that. Sheila, I, I only say that that you, you were married because I have a reflex to get married after, uh, many times. So I've, I've been married four times, so I've always assumed everyone's married. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> me too, Rand. <laughs> Not four times, but yes. <laughs> and uh, last night I had over a nature path friend of mine, and we got talking, and he's been married five times. <laughs> <laughs> part of my journey of this since I started this class was to be why do I feel the need to have to be married to this person I'm glad that that's releasing yeah we're growing guys we are healing my goodness it's happening around us for all the people around us absolutely grateful. thank you thank you for sharing I think one of the, um, the I am willingness statements, I can't remember who wrote it, and I think it might have been Linda, and it, it was I am willing to see, I'm willing to not, I, oh, I can't remember exactly, but I am willing to see that nothing is wrong, or I'm willing to not see that something is wrong. And, and it, it's a real challenge sometimes to just sort of, look at your life and say, you know, there's nothing wrong here, even though the feeling might be, mm. I want to improve this, I want to change that. And I really kind of feel urged to make changes in my life. But then when I actually look at my life, I'm like, well, there's nothing wrong. So why, why am I pushed mm. to make a change in my life when I actually like my job and, and, you know, 
I don't actually know where that comes from, if it's ego-driven or if it's spirit-driven to make changes in my life. I don't know. I'm still kind of um, working on that one a bit. Yeah. My vote is definitely it's ego that's driving us. Ego driving to make changes? Is that what you think? Yeah, it's that separation thing that we don't trust that we have everything perfectly aligned. That's how it is in my mind. I'm not trusting that everything is perfect just as it is. And I'm, I'm kind of challenged at the moment. I talked about this before, but the how challenged I am in the evenings. I'm on my own. I'm not married at the moment and um i tend to uh want to self-medicate that's the pull you know veg out in front of the tv eat sugar and carb <laughs> and you know talk on the phone all these things that are just um you know trying to soothe my anxieties that i'm feeling so and it's been coming up recently and i've gotten back into some really old habits that I'm wanting to change. So yesterday I decided I already know it's going to happen, that in the evening this sort of feeling of dread or anxiety, and I think it's just a separation, that feeling of I'm separate, it comes up really strong and powerful. So yesterday I decided I already know it's going to start coming up in the late afternoon, so prepare for it. And so I started praying before it came up and and I felt you know yesterday I had a bit more success I felt a bit calmer at in the evening I went out for a walk and I tried to um to do things that weren't reaching for those sort of self-medication options um and it's interesting because in in the past I've had say I would reach for alcohol and I don't anymore, and I didn't do anything to not reach for that. It just sort of dissolved. Alcohol is not a problem for me anymore, mm -hmm. even though it was a problem for me years ago. Um, and so I, that, that's kind of another question is when I'm challenged with things, say like Netflix or sugar, um, to sort of soothe myself and calm myself. Um, if I don't do it, then I kind of feel I'm getting into struggle mode, and I don't think that's good. So I'm kind of hoping that it's going to dissolve a bit, uh, like the issues around, when I say issues around alcohol, I mean, I'm talking about like five to 10 years ago, before I came into Masterful Living. So anyways, I'm just kind of curious, the things that I'm using now to soothe myself, will they eventually disappear? That's my hope. I'm smiling because I've been carbohydrate challenged this week myself. So in the evening. And um, for me, it's after I've had a busy day and I still want to do something to accomplish something or think I should and don't feel like I have the energy and then I want to eat to give me the energy, which sometimes does and sometimes doesn't, you know, but 
you get that self-medicating thing, and I've looked at that multiple times. So I guess I would say I'm grateful it's coming up for healing. I'm glad for you sharing it because it helps to know we've got two people working on transmuting this pattern. <laughs> and uh, I, I don't know what to, you know, what to do. I've started a divine experiment earlier in the week because I'm back in paperwork chaos as I move into the new year and pull out 2016 and get ready for taxes and plan for the year and everything that happens. <clears throat> and yet it feels like it's a new beginning into a more of a divine order eventually, except right now it doesn't feel like divine order whatsoever. And that also then drives me toward calming with carbs, at least in this dense last week. It hasn't been happening so much. But for me, it's around emotions that I want to medicate. So I'm going to look at different ways to feel that, release it, and... Uh, some of that is prayer. Thanks, Jeff, for sharing that. Because um, uh, one of the things that ha has helped me that I've been thinking about is when Jennifer shared that, um, I think she said it was like at 3 o'clock in the afternoon, we move into our emotional body. And then at 3 o'clock in the morning, we start moving into our physical body. And... Um, I'm, I'm really becoming more aware of that. And yesterday, when I did have a little bit of a curb attack, I looked up at the clock and it was three o'clock in the afternoon. And I'm like, oh, so as I'm eating these chips, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is what's happening. So I, uh, I didn't feel bad about myself. I just thought, oh, it's a, I'm transitioning right now. So um, I don't have to worry about it. I kind of ate too many carbs and didn't feel that good. Um, but I'm trying to be a little bit more uh, prayerful around this piece that I, I don't want to be like OCD about watching the clock or anything, but to just become more aware that as I feel this in my body, this craving for sugar or carb or craving for something else that I don't really have at the moment, it's, it's about transitioning into feeling my emotions more. And, uh, and I think that's maybe what I'm not wanting to do is feel those really strong emotions that are coming up that I can't actually even put, I, I can't even tell you what they are. I can't say I'm having an issue with this person or it's just, it's just really intense emotion of like dread or really strong anxiety or like wanting to get out of my body or wanting to get out of my house is just this uh, huge intensity so like you I just want to somehow be okay with it coming up and not so fearful and not feeling I guess my wish would be that I wouldn't feel like I have to 
medicated to be okay with myself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's just for me, one little, one tiny little step at a time to get through this. Yeah. What came up as you were talking for me is that I think we are being called to change. I think we are being called to change energetically. It's time to wake up, you know, and it's like, this is an extreme exaggeration, but it's like the energy sand, the tent, but pay attention, you know, it's pay attention. And I, when I have more free time, which is what I have more now, since I'm not working four days at the chiropractor, I have plenty to do, but it's not a structured situation. When I have that free time, I feel this anxiety coming up about what do I do with all this free time, you know, that doing thing. And I found myself Sunday, I don't remember what day, it doesn't matter, kind of like not on the hamster wheel. I was like a free hamster. And I was like, all through the house. And I'm like, well, this, it, what's the difference? It's still the hamster, <laughs> you know, full of anxiety, uh, not channeling it into what I'm going to call something productive, whether that's prayer or cleaning up a stack of papers. So <clears throat> helpful, helpful. I think it's about change for me too. And knowing it's happening and trusting it like you are, Rand, in a bigger way. And just being willing to put one foot in front of the other for whatever shows up. Choosing constantly, choosing from that space of, am I feeling excited about this? Or am I feeling dread? Or am I feeling what am I feeling? You know, and choosing from that feeling tone as a guide when the lightning bolt is not so clear. <laughs> and I'm grateful when those lightning bolts come because once in a while you need one of those to say, okay, I am listening. I do get it. It's all right. It's unfolding, you know. Thank you. You know, I'm busy trying to process this whole thing and about the eating and uh, soothing our emotional body. And, uh, uh, you know, I've, I've had Crohn's disease all my life, and there are times um, with Crohn's, um, sometimes you get this incredibly dark depression, and it's just like a darkness envelops you. And I get in those states, and I just sit and wait, because I've learned that they don't last. They're, they're usually hours long at best. And my goal is just to sit with it and be there with it, and it disappears after a while. And that's the nature of, I guess, this thing that goes on. And I don't say I am Crohn's. It's just, eh, Crohn's seems to be part of my life here at the moment, till it's not. Uh, but that just seemed to be fitting in with your the food thing. And... Um, I don't know. It seems like uh, maybe it's divine to, to eat those carbs. That's the prayer. I guess I would be asking. I, I don't know. I listened to that. I, 
because of the body I've chosen in this life, it seems to require a very special diet to keep going. And uh, at least up till now, and uh, maybe that will change. That's one of my hopes and dreams is uh, getting away from what I've done in the physical world to moving into a spiritual reliance on things. So I'm with you on, on this, this, this thing. I understand that as emotions arise, the first thing we want to do is salad it with some sort of food. <laughs> Join you in that struggle. As do I. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Years ago, <clears throat> when I was teaching weight loss, you know, you have to kind of do what you're teaching, or at least I did, tried to. And, you know, people were just carb loading like crazy. And I took this class and they were talking about how it's comforting. You know, we know that. That's why we eat it. <clears throat> and I, I mean, years ago, I didn't even know that it was happening. You know, standing at the counter, shoving potato chips in my face, not even conscious of eating the whole bag until it wasn't anything left. And, and then it became sort of a self-judgment thing and then it became this awareness that it's comfort and you're doing the best you can and then the teaching was allow it and then process the emotions and build other tools which is exactly what we're doing it's what we're doing and sometimes we still slip whatever slide back whatever choose that hmm. but then we just have to choose again choose differently and choose other tools that we have. And I notice too, with this change, when I have a client in the middle of the afternoon or in the middle around lunchtime, cause that's when they always want to show up. That's when they have time. Then I don't get to eat in, you know, a normal pattern. And if I don't take care of that with protein on a regular basis, then that's when I want to do carbs too. So I think it's sometimes, in the physical realm, sometimes it's in the emotional realm, it's, it's in different areas and to become aware of where am I out of balance and how do I balance with more ease. That's the word that came to me when you're talking. Uh, was balance because that's, that's like my issue in the physical and everything, everything balance. And what are y'all's thoughts around temptation? Is that just an opportunity for us to choose better? Because I will tell you, we said coming back from vacation, we're getting back on the diets, we're getting back to the gym, we're going to exercise, we're going to get ourselves more healthy because we were. Uh, physically challenged with some of the shore diving we were doing that was carrying all the weights. And so we get back and we're like, we're doing this. No more chocolate. We're not eating bad in the evening. So what happens the first night we're back? Ding dong. These little kids selling all this chocolate for their school. <laughs> <laughs> and what did we do? Of course. And here I'm like, let me get out my dollars. We're like running for the wallets. Where are the dollars? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and of That's course great. we're eating them every evening so diane i'm just giggling and laughing because i've been weight challenged for a good bit of my adult life and it's you start you stop you start you stop. so temptations guys are these just opportunities to choose again or <laughs> well 
Well, I'll speak because I, I actually had this experience one day. I think I spoke about it where I committed to love for an hour and all these things came up. And so I think it, it's actually, it could be any, it could be, we can choose, we're giving us an opportunity to not choose again or choose something differently or, or, so it's always a win-win. It's always a win. Or if we choose the same thing, not to judge ourselves for choosing that. And so, so it doesn't matter. Well, I mean, it does matter, I guess, what you choose. But the, the, what seems to me is that the real key aspect is to not judge yourself for choosing, even for if, if you choose love. It's like judge yourself if you, oh, I chose love, great, yay, which is, which is good to support yourself and to love yourself for what you're doing, I think. But to get attached to, um, so, you know, uh, to choosing that, and that's also a judgment, right? Judgments can look any way, any, any, I mean, I'm really grateful for this opportunity to speak because, um, You've been talking about not changing and not being not or changing meaning resistance to change. And I think it's it could be anything. It could be resistant or, or not even is not wanting change or wanting change. However, it doesn't matter what it is. It's how you feel or what comes up around that, around the eating thing, around whatever. It's like, oh, uh, it's not. It's bad or wrong, whatever comes up. It's an awareness, like you've been talking about, Deb and Diane and Rand, even and everybody. Actually, she let everybody. It's that awareness of what is motivating this, like the eating, right? What is motivating this? And I think it's. <sighs> I really like to ask that question myself more. That feels like to me, I can feel some emotions coming up, so it's a really big issue. But um, that I, I'm not changing. I'm I'm resisting. I, I like I I've always done stuff and been surrounded myself with things that are comforting. You know, when I drive in my car, I used to have like you have you know, I have things, I have like aspirin, and I have stuff here and stuff there and stuff there. So whenever I need something, it's there for me, right? And I, I don't do that as much anymore, but. Uh-oh, you're muted. Huh, I don't know, wait, what did you hear? Uh, you don't do that as much anymore. I don't know why it muted. My my computer just does stuff. That's why. <laughs> um, anyhow, so guess <coughs> I was gonna start into getting into what's wrong and what's what's not happening and what it and what um what comes to me right now is to lean into what is happening. That we are that we what you've been speaking about. We are growing in awareness. We are all healing. I mean, and, you know, I'm just, I was going to speak about this is happening, that's happening, but I'm just not interested in doing that. Um, doesn't mean, like, Rand, it doesn't mean it's not here. Um, 
or doesn't seem to be, I mean, whether it's here or not, it seems to be moving through me, and it's, I know it's healing somehow. But, um, and there are times I'm like, I'm about ready to have this be done, which is another judgment, right? Um, I don't know. Is it? Or is it saying, I'm done with this? Well, I'm not. It seems, I, I think I am, but it's still happening. If it's still happening, I must not be, you know? Yes, and is it okay to say, okay, we're not going to eat any more chocolate anymore. Okay, I'm done with this. I'm done with this spirit. Help me. Help me. And, and in Sacred Flames, I can't tell you which flame, but I have just read, it talks about when we choose to move forward and like make that choice, then things seem to get worse before they get better. And I think, that's now. <laughs> yeah, that's now. That's what's happened in the last week. It's all hitting the fan without using the other word. It's all hitting the fan. So we say, I'm not going to eat any more chocolate. And like the ego or whatever, the devil in the olden days tempting us says, okay, you said that. Let's see if you really meant it. You know, mm -hmm. let's see how strong your willpower is because will and power are two of the gifts or the quality, right? So I need a little more will and I need a little more power. I don't need it. I have it. I want to access it. I want to emerge it. I want to, I don't know, Carla. I think, sorry, I interrupted you. No, I'm really grateful you speaking. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I really am sorry. I interrupted, but I just, I, Please. I think the affirmation of saying I'm done and meaning it is very powerful to our egos. Kind of like we put it back in check maybe and maybe it's an affirmation to ourselves that we are ready and willing to lay it down at the moment. Don't you think? I love, I say I'm done with this Holy Spirit. Take it from me all the time. It just maybe hasn't manifested down to the physical realm yet for us in a daily life 24-7. Maybe it's the um, the being that the temptation, like uh, Sheila, when you said, what is temptation? Maybe the temptation is in the judgment, as Carla said, that maybe if we don't judge it, you know, then it dissolves. Like I, I have also heard kind of a contrary uh, thing that, you know, if you are eating chocolate or a bag of chips, enjoy it. Like just enjoy that moment. But I, like when it happened to me yesterday, I judged it as bad and wrong. And I shouldn't be eating these chips because I'm becoming emotional. So I, I was just caught up in the judgment. And maybe if I could have eaten those bag of chips that just said, you know, I love the salt. <laughs> this is awesome. Um, you know, or, or not. Or just said, this is what I'm doing right now. I'm just going to eat these chips and it's okay. You know, and maybe... Maybe it's the judgment of that what I'm doing is wrong. That's uh, that needs to to dissolve, and then and and then the rest will hopefully disappear. I don't know. 
just throwing it out. Well, no, I'm grateful for what you're saying. Great awareness, yes. I think, think you got right. it. Because that's it. why I'm forevermore blessing my chocolate, saying bless you and thank you for being the most perfect <laughs> nourishment for my body today. Self-love is something I don't do very well, and I've recognized that through this conversation. I can beat myself up better than anybody, and I, I'm realizing through this conversation just how much I don't love myself when it comes to choices. Thank you for that. I think we all beat ourselves up about stuff. I think the, mm -hmm. the core for a lot of people is the self-love and the self-esteem. Mm -hmm. It's a big one. Be just. Be gentle. That's what I'm always saying to myself. Be gentle. Because I'm usually not my worst critic. Yes. Yeah. Well, it's very challenging because my 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 nature, the habit of my life, it seems like so far has been uh, that we don't, my family, they don't, don't, we don't feel or express our emotions, right? And so now, now I'm feeling like, I don't know, I'm just throwing a number out. I'm feeling like 50 years of emotions. <laughs> I'm judging it. I know it's good. I, 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 up here, I know I'm, I'm really good in the moment. When it happens, I can do it. I'm like, yeah. And then, see, what comes to me is ego is almost never in the moment. It's always like a little bit later or something. I mean, I don't know. Maybe that's not true. But to me, I'm really good in the moment. I'm actually like when well, I had the story about my neighbor and I was do I do things in the moment. But even a second later. It's not the moment anymore, right? And that's when ego, that's, I think that's like the only time ego can exist is not in the present. And <laughs> um, I don't know. See, I can hear me. Sometimes when I speak, I speak truth i can hear it in me all the time but i don't it's i'm challenged with thinking it <laughs> i can speak it a lot oh there's ron yay hi ron hey ron welcome glad to get on sorry i had a scheduled conference call so i just got off so it's the last few minutes with you guys it's helpful, Carla, for me because I know it, I can speak it, but I can't always bring it down into the physical. And, you know, that's really helpful. And that's, that's why we're speaking it, because we're teaching it because we want to learn it. We want to learn it all the way. Well, then I'm going to, I wasn't going to, because I feel like I, this is like an advertising. I, I don't want to use this, utilize this to, for, to advertising, but there's a book group I started. There's three of us, Ron, Ron and Rand and I, and this week I can't be there for Ron, Ron said he could do five, 
uh, PST. And I, I just want to put it out. If anybody wants, else wants to come, I'm, I, I can stick with four. I can't do this week because I have a spiritual counseling community call, which I'm probably going to speak lots of, they speak there. So, um, so I wanted to just, because it, it might be helpful. Uh, Diane, it's, in, it's toward the evening, right? Five, four, four, it depends on which time we choose. It might be, and Deb, I don't know if it's a good time for you, but I don't know where you are. Central, so it's four Pacific, is that what you're saying? That's what it normally is. Tomorrow it might be different, but I'm, if, it doesn't matter. I, I'll just be interested in if other people show up, I'm willing to keep it at four. Ron, I think I think no, I think we're we're trying to do it for five tomorrow. So that would be six for you, Deb. Uh, Sheila, that'd be six o'clock for you. Uh, Rand, that would be five o'clock for you. I guess that'd be eight o'clock for me. Diane, I don't know where you are. Um, I'm in uh, Pacific Standard Time. So you, you would be five. It, can I just ask? Um, is this a phone-in line or is it a Zoom call? Phone-in. So. So no, we haven't got to Zoom. I've got a conference. I've got a conference call number. Is it a long distance? Like, if you call into a conference call, is are there long distance charges? I don't think so. You can do the WhatsApp, Diane. Do you have it? Are you able to download the WhatsApp to make phone calls? Um, you know what? I have a landline. It is. It is long distance because everyone's been using their cell phones. So, so no, no uh, long distance charges on the cell phones. So I think it is long distance charges. Okay. Hmm. I wonder if somebody could call and conference her in. If they called her, the charge wouldn't be for her. No. We could definitely, definitely do that. We can do it with my iPhone, Diane. You can just call me. I call you on your iPhone? You call me on my iPhone. I can conference you in. I can patch you into the call. But isn't that long distance? It would still be long distance, wouldn't That's it? true. Yeah, you'd have to call her. Okay, well, I can do that. I can call her. Thank you, Sheila. <laughs> I had it backwards. Yeah. I love these technological fixes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm happy to do that. I just need your, uh, need your phone number, Diane. Okay, sounds great. I think you have it. Actually, I realized I had your phone number and the whole list of the of, uh, um, sacred circle stuff. I have like everybody's phone number. <laughs> Everybody, quite a few. I'm not sure that I do that. Well, and maybe I do, and I didn't realize it. What, where did where'd you get? Where did, what's your source? On the it's roster on, page. It's on the roster page. You just got to keep looking. The roster page on the website? On, on Jennifer's ML3? Okay. That Google, no. The Google um, thing, the Google Excel. From her. The doc? It's a, it's a Google Docs? Is that yeah. what it's in? Yeah, it's the one for the spiritual counseling. The each each group and all has all the information of everybody. It even tells what the streets are they live on. Even the people in, in like New Zealand or Australia or something. Is, is, the, <laughs> is the link on the website or is that an email? Ron, it's the Sacred Circle Google Doc that you've been working in for your groups. It's one of okay. the tabs on there. It's like the first tab is all contact, I think it says. Okay. Okay, great. Thanks. What is the number for tomorrow? Yeah. I'm going to post it. If I'm on Facebook 3, are you on Facebook? Yeah. 
I'm going to do it again, and we're going to right, let's set. So we're going to set on the time right now because I'm going to do it after after this five Pacific yeah, eight eight five. Eastern. Okay, yeah. to, only tomorrow because I, I can't come up for. So thank you, everybody. I hope to to hear from you then. Um, this, I'm done with this advertising. This <laughs> is this the I am discourses. We're not limited. This is about growth of any form. Any form. Well, we've been talking about that a little bit. But this is last week we did one where the the the, um, the one mantra as uh, as it is, you know, um, from from the I am discourses on page eleven or twelve of the first book. Would it be helpful to pick up the book for those of us who don't have it? You can get the book on uh, Kindle, by the way, so you can get an electronic copy if you'd like. Okay, great. So look under, look it up under Kindle. Is it, what's the book title again, Ron? Is it Unveiled Mysteries? Unveiled Mysteries, yeah. There you go. But we talked from the Seven Secret Flames. I think I might have talked from Magic Presence, and, and we even talked about any spirit, anything. But we, we were focused on that. That's true. That was the original focus, but I'm not limit. I, I don't, I don't want to limit anything, you know, anybody. So there's no limit, you know, but that's intent is to grow. <laughs> okay. Thank you. What time is it? Oh, we got five minutes left, four minutes left. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I would just want to let Diane know it's, it's a big 99 cents on the, for the Kindle version. <laughs> Thank you. It's a bargain. So thank you. I really, I just want to speak this that I've I've been telling myself that that I'm I'm gonna this is not gonna happen, and I've been trying to work that in my mind because I'm realizing we're all abundant. Abundance flows to us naturally, right? And the only thing that stops it is our speaking and our thinking. And I I then I forget it. <laughs> A minute after I remember that, and um, so um, I'm letting go. I had, I still seems to come up in my mind anxieties about this. That I, you know, what I want something, you know, maybe, and I'm allowing whatever happens to be. And um, I thank you for listening to me and showing interest instead. It's our pleasure, Carla. Mm -hmm. That's what we're here for, and I always learn something from each one of you as you're sharing, always. So we have three minutes if we're like into, uh, if we're interested in intentions. I know you're not as interested in prayer requests all the time, Ron, but 
I like, I just happened to come up with intentions last year and I kind of like that idea. Mm-hmm. Um, our prayer quest, it, it's no difference really. I think it's all the same thing in different expression, right? It's no, all I'll, the same. I'll put my intention out there. My intention is to um, be aware of what are the things that bring me joy and what are the things that don't. Mm. And and then secondly, to choose more of the things that bring me joy and fewer of the things that don't. Amen, Ron. Amen. That's right. Mm-hmm. But I'm not sure I really know precisely what the things are that give me that much joy. So um, that'll be an interesting journey. Yeah. So I'm attaching myself to Ron's intention because that's mine as well. <laughs> I'll take credit. <laughs> I'll attach mine to Rand's then because mine is to listen to spirit. Be guided by spirit. Lightning bolts and all. Lightning bolts and all. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Well, I have both. I have an intention. My intention is to recognize the thinking, right? And choose with spirit which thoughts I want, I'm interested in energizing, right? And I ask for my prayer request. I'm asking, I guess, for support from all the invisible and from all you guys here. <laughs> you'll be invisible then. <laughs> but um, I'm vast for support for all the invisible um, to assist me in recognizing the thoughts before or anytime. I enter, you know, it, I'd like to do it before I energize it, but. You know, any time is fine. Just recognizing. Thanks, Carla. Uh, mine would be to, my intention would be to know that um, my highest good is present now. Mm-hmm. I would like to have all of everybody's intention this week and stay in love and compassion as well. Mm-hmm. And I intend to live my life through inspired action only. Amen. So, uh, is anybody interested in praying out or? I didn't get a chance to say much, so I'll, I'll pray so. Beautiful. Thank you, Ron. Mother, Father, God, the I am that we are, we again affirm that we know that we are individuations of you, that we are all divine, that we're all remembering, and we're so grateful for this remembering. And we join together like this to be able to raise a vibration so we can continue to clear any items and blocks that are keeping us, keeping our higher Holy Spirit self from really shining through. Uh, We know we still have challenges at times with our 
training of the ego that we were brought up most of our lives and we're very interested in continuing to dissolve and undo those patterns mm -hmm. as we become still and listen to that still small voice of spirit's guidance we affirm and we're very excited about the joy these types of choices bring the transformation that it brings not only to us but with everyone because we know we share this with all and for this we're grateful and so it is and so it is amen 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 thank you thank you thank you thank you Ryan. Ryan. Thank yeah, you. beautiful okay everybody hi Hey, Carl, can you hang on for a second? Sure. Okay. Bye. Uh, I'm going to stop the recording.